Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Midweek Late Lunch. Great to have you with us on the show this afternoon. Hope you all recovered after Valentine's Day and night, whatever that meant to you. Anyway, it's behind us at this stage and on we plough to the next landmark in the year. St. Patrick's Day, I'm sure, is the next one, isn't it? Well, Lent starts next week. Pancake Tuesday. Yeah, Pancake Tuesday next week. I nearly forgot that. Then Ash Wednesday into Lent and then uh, Patrick's Day in between uh, Easter holidays and the start of Lent. All landmarks in the year and it just rattles on, doesn't it? It really, really does. I want to begin the show today uh, with a, a lady who's joined me on a number of occasions since 2017 because, you see... Her little girl lost her life, Estlin was her name, in a horrific uh, car accident. Well, they were in the car, herself and her dad, Vinnie, and a lorry ploughed into them. Subsequently, the truck driver was convicted, fined €1,500 and banned from driving for four years. He... uh, there was an appeal the following year, that was in 2020. In 2021, uh, an appeal uh, dished out a 16-month suspended sentence for good behaviour to uh, Senan O'Flaherty. And now he has appealed looking to have his licence restored because he lost it for four years. A little Estlin's ma'am, Amy Dootlewall, is with me again today in the show. Hello, Amy. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for being with us again today. Uh, I, I've synopsized there the story. What, bring us up to date. What has happened with this man's appeal? So basically, um, Senate O'Flaherty attempted last year to have his license reinstated early. Um, unfortunately, he was not even halfway through the four-year driving ban. So the court wouldn't even hear the application. Um, he has now brought it again to the court. It was heard yesterday. And um, the just biggest shock of our lives, uh, the application was approved and the judge reinstated his driver's licence a year early. This is very, very difficult for you and your family. Yes. At times, I have to say personally, I, 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 I wonder, I wonder when I often hear of cases and sentences and what happens in the courts, because I, I have to say that last year when he uh, applied, it was just thrown out of court. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, there, there's sort of a time restraint on these kind of applications. Um, I believe you have to be two thirds of the way through your sentence before you can apply to have it heard that you would like your license reinstated early after a driving ban. Um, often these kind of applications are heard without objection and approved, and that's that. Those would be for usually smaller offences. 
this particular case, both the DPP and the Gardaí strongly objected and were there to represent us, basically, and give their opinions to the judge that they did not believe Senator O'Flaherty deserved to have his driving ban overturned early, and still the judge sided with him. It's just maddening to reflect upon this, isn't it? When the opposition was made and yet the ruling was made in favour. I'd have thought, and I'm only speaking personally here, that four years was four years. Well, that's exactly what we thought too. Uh, In Irish law, it is described as a mandatory minimum for killing someone while driving carelessly. Uh, Recently, there was a court in December that has now ruled... Um, unless you have no previous convictions, that they can't actually give you a mandatory driving ban. So there's a court now trying to make it possible for someone to kill someone while careless driving and actually not lose their driver's license. And it just beggars belief you'd think that would be the simplest sentence you could give to someone guilty of that crime. Wouldn't you think someone as well would accept the penalty and allow it to take its course without resorting to appeal. That's, you know, on a basic human level and a level of decency that that would happen. But that's obviously not not the case here. So this man now, Senator O'Flaherty, is free to drive now. So he is going to get his licence restored after April 10th. Uh, The judge said, in light of the upcoming anniversaries and Ethan's birthday, he would delay it until after that. Um, this didn't really mean much to us, but um, that that's what's been given now. Um, and yeah, who knows how how soon he'll be back to working. He said he's had multiple job offers from coach companies looking to employ him, which actually beggars belief. Um, so yeah, it's it's just shocking for us all around to think that there's a chance one day in the future that we will drive past him on the road because, you know, we do live and he'll be working in the same area. Did he ever show remorse or contact you or say anything, words of regret since the initial case? Uh, No. And he has actually done the opposite in that he has still verbalised that he doesn't believe he was fully at fault. Um, yesterday in particular was very unique in that he had to take the stand for the first time. He's never had to do that in the entire process. So he actually had to get up and sit there in front of the judge and answer questions. And the judge asked him directly, what did he have to say about what we've experienced? And he kind of fumbled over his words, didn't even look at us and just said that it was very sad. And we were just completely heartbroken that he was given a perfect opportunity to finally just look at us and say he was sorry. Any number of words combined to express even an ounce of remorse, regret, I wish I'd behaved differently, anything to say that he feels responsible and he's sorry for that. And he still was unable to do it. And in a way... It was good to see that because I feel like we can maybe, I've I've still been holding on to the hope that one day he would apologize. And I think he made it very clear yesterday that he has no intention of doing that. 
so I feel like we can kind of finally let go of of hoping to see him express remorse. And you had to sit there and go through this yesterday. Yes. And we had to sit there, particularly my my husband. Um, I was saying this to friends that, you know, so often I feel like Vinny's forgotten in this story. He was driving Eslin to crash. He was left with a traumatic brain injury. He still suffers from the effects of that every day, and he will for the rest of his life. The symptoms he's experiencing now, six years on, they're not going away. And he has not driven or worked since that day. And he had to sit there in court yesterday and watch as a judge sympathized with the man responsible for that injury who has not been able to drive or work and then give him his license back so then he can start driving for work again, which was the exact thing he was doing when he caused this crash crash that destroyed our family. And it just broke my heart for Vinny that that's something he had to experience. Where is the sympathy for him? You know, to see a judge express sympathy towards the perpetrator when that perpetrator has never given us an ounce of sympathy. It just really destroyed us. I take it you've lost faith in the justice system here when you see the way it's panned out in this case. Absolutely. And I think there are probably so many people around the country that have had similar experiences with very relaxed sentences and people just being let off and, you know, multiple convictions not resulting in any prison time or anything. And, you know, I don't think that we need to beg for a pound of flesh from people who commit crimes. But when something as devastating as the death of a small child and the permanent brain injury of her father results from one man's actions, how we can we can accept the fact that he, he wasn't even, it wasn't even necessary for him to complete a four-year driving ban, which is so minimal if you think of the consequences that my family has suffered. And it would really, really just shake your faith in the justice system here. I wonder what happens beyond this, because he has to be insured again, you know, to go driving. Um, yes. You know, and, you know, if you, uh, we all know what our driving policies, the way we're loaded uh, with extra costs, etc., uh, for sometimes, you know, things that you mightn't think would cost you. You know what I mean? When yes. you have a, a small tip and things like that and the, the policy, etc., etc. I just wonder how that will work. I don't know. You know, I just throw it out there for a thought, you know. Yeah, yeah, like um, to not get into too much detail, but, you know, Vinny has a personal injury suit um, because he is most likely never going to be able to work again. um, And neither of us work. I'm his full-time carer. um, And I am almost positive when you have a claim against you, it's it's ongoing, it mm. feels like it's never-ending at this point, that you can't get insurance. So that's something that we're, we're very curious about, how, how yes. that might play out in the yeah. end. And I would um, be. But that's, yeah, that's obviously, you yes. know, a different, a different it is. Um, it is. It's situation for an, than yeah. the court. Yeah, of yeah. course it is. Of course it is. I just throw it out as a thought that crossed my mind there as we were speaking. Look, uh, I hope you can draw a line on this and that you know someday Vinny will be looked after as he should be as well and you and all of the family 
Uh, I thank you always for being so honest with us and telling us, you know, what happened yesterday, bringing us right up to date. I wish you well for the future. And uh, we think of Estlin today. And I've always been sorry, really sorry for you and for her and for your family. Please accept Thank our sympathies. Thank you. We, we always appreciate getting any any kind of airtime because it, it feels like we can maybe get a little bit of public justice, you know, with, yeah. with the, the country behind us, knowing that we were... We were wrong yesterday, but anyone thinking of Eslin brings us brings us comfort. So thank you so much. Not at all. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. Take Thanks, care, Amy. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's Amy Dootlewall there. And I say again, at times, wouldn't you just scratch your head? You really would. You'd have to ask what's going on. Alexa, play LMFM. Oh, there has to be more to smart speakers than just asking you to play this, play that, play the other. Declan Bailey from BusinessTechHelp.net is on the line. Hi, Declan. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm great. Now, I'm just giving that as an example of the most trotted out line for play this, play that, play the other. Mm. But there's a lot more to smart speakers than just that. And we're going to talk about it for the next wee while. But first off, would you tell us there are two different systems here? Yeah, there essentially is. There is an Android based system and then there's an Apple based system. So depending on what device you use, you're better off going with that system. So if you've got a, a Samsung phone, an Android phone, go with the Android smart speaker. It doesn't make any sense to go with the Apple one and vice versa. If you're Apple, you go with the Apple one because there's more integration. Yes. And do people... You can use either one. Right. If you had a, an Alexa at home, you can download an app on your iPhone that you can use it. Right. But there's just less integration in your ecosystem that you're, you're using yourself, you know? Okay. So Apple with... A Siri is Apple and Alexa mm. is Android. Yes. Yeah. And the yeah. key is this uh, device is integrated with your phone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the more you... Like, it all depends on what you want out of it. Again, what you were saying there, play music. So it all depends on what you want out of the device. You can integrate so much more into it. But if you don't want, you just want it as a music device, Perfect. It'll play whatever music you want, a radio station, whatever kind of stuff. But if you want to go a little bit further, you can really drill down into a smart speaker connected to your whole house and different devices. So playing music or just say WhatsApp on it or things like that are really the very base level things. You're not maximizing what this equipment can do. No, because if you if you look back on when the kind of the smart home, everybody talked about smart home, mm. and people got the bulbs, switches, plugs, all that kind of stuff. So if you walked into the house, you could essentially say, tell the smart speaker to turn on your lights. Yeah. So that was a big thing that people you know thought this is fantastic, but uh, outside of the gimmick part of it, there is so much more you can actually do. So for argument's sake, let's say you're going in after work in the evening. The minute you walk into the house, you can instruct it to turn on lights in, let's say, the kitchen, the dining room, your bed, wherever you want it to turn on. Mm. Obviously, you must have something connected to make that happen. So if you're in your kitchen and you have a light in your kitchen and you change it for a smart light, well, then that connects up to your system. Mm. So you can control that light. I know a lot of people would have the Philips light bulb, so you can actually control the color of the light as well. So you could say, you know, turn on the kitchen light and make it blue. Mm. So that light would come on and it would go blue. And then locking doors, uh, sensors throughout the house. You can also have what, what a lot of people would do now. Is, uh, I suppose going forward, 
you'll see much more in a brand new home that there's much more technology in a brand new house. So if you want to retrofit an old house, you'd have to get, let's say, a plug for your sockets. That would be a smart plug. So you plug that in and then you plug your device into that. So you can actually control the device then from the plug as such. So by turning it on, turning it off. But the device has to be plugged into that plug to make yeah. that work. Because obviously the device itself, let's say, for argument's sake, it's a, a microwave. Mm. That won't have any integration, smart integration. But once it's plugged into the plug, you can tell that plug to turn on and therefore the microwave will turn on. And can you do this remotely as well? Talk about integration into your phone and the whole system there. If you're not in the house, can you start mm. things off before you even arrive? Absolutely. And the big thing, uh, I know the most, what I would use is the heat. So if I'm out and about and coming back home, let's say 20 minutes from the house, I can turn on the heating. I can turn it on in different rooms. I can turn on lights. Loads of different things. Whatever it's connected to. Once the smart home, as such, let's call it that, that's connected to your Wi-Fi in the house. Yeah. So once that's connected to the Wi-Fi, now for argument's sake, electricity goes in the house. That's the end of it. You won't be able to control anything. Mm. So it has to be connected. But once it is connected to the Wi-Fi, the app on your phone then, whichever app you're going to use for that device, will control that device remotely. Mm. It just speaks to the device over Wi-Fi. You were telling me when we were talking earlier today about shopping. Tell us, mm. tell us about this, the way you can, you know, uh, <laughs> make shopping, uh, you know, seamless and, and that yeah. you won't be, you know, uh, buying what you need and buy and getting what you need, you know. Yes. And again, this is down to you saying, I'm going to make the most out of this device. So how do I do that? What can I actually do on it? So for argument's sake, obviously, I've got the Apple HomePod. So with that, I can tell, I can make up a list on my phone. So on the iPhone, there is a reminders app. So in a Reminders app, I set up a shopping list. So on that shopping list, I can add whatever I want to it. But I don't have to have the phone. Mm. So I can just tell my HomePod to add, let's say, sugar to the shopping list. And then I look at the shopping list on my phone, and that's been added. So that walk, let's say, for argument's sake, you're walking around the kitchen and you think of something. Mm. Or somebody says to you, are we running out of tea bags? You can say, add tea bags to the shopping list. The next time you're out doing your shopping because you know yourself you're walking around the supermarket and what did I I, must, I forgot that and what, what did I think I was going to get you look at the shopping list and there's your list in front of you you can plus then share that list so you can share it with your wife your husband so if they're in Tesco for argument's sake they can open the shopping list and view it as well yes so just that little thing is extremely helpful. So again, just taking that as one list, mm. another list I would have is a travel list. So if you're going on holidays, and again, as you think of something, you can say, um, add a corkscrew to the holiday list, and that will go into that list. So then when you go to look, before you go on holidays, what's in that list, there's all that stuff. And this is all interconnected with the devices as well, through the base device of, you know, Siri or Alexa. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You just have to make the most out of it. There's really no point, well, I don't see any point in getting, spending money on a smart speaker and just playing music with it. So again, with, uh, like, say, take Alexa and you're in a kitchen and you want to know the recipe for whatever, you can ask it for a recipe and it will tell you the recipe. So th that kind of stuff is, uh, there's another thing as well that we would use a lot, setting a timer. Mm. So you put eggs on and you can just tell it set a timer for three minutes and then you get an alarm in three minutes.
It sounds fantastic. There's so much more and vast applications available with this than just the basics, the bog standard, as we mentioned at the start. Oh, totally. Absolutely. But it's down to you having to find out what it will actually do for you and then using it. Mm. Because, again, there's no point, as I always say, with with a smartphone, you know, you you spend seven, eight, nine thousand euros on it and you're using 10 percent of it. Well, you're better off just paying 100 euros for the phone Mm. because you'll probably be able to do the same things. So if you buy something, invest your time in it to find out what it can do and what it can set up for you and make your life easier. So, and I know some things are mundane, like turning on light switch. What would I need it for that? But look at it this way. I have another setting in mind now. If I go away on holidays, I would have a sensor. So, you know, like a, an IR sensor. So that sets off um, a light or an alarm or something like that. Mm. So I have a sensor in the hall in the house. So if anybody comes in the front door, the sensor obviously is triggered. But I have an instruction with my HomePod that if that is triggered, it starts playing music. Right. So somebody walks into the house, they're breaking into the house, they trip the sensor, and music starts playing. Mm. Well, now they'll get some shock there. <laughs> so there's loads of different things you can do, you know? Yeah. Lots. It's just about being smart. Yeah. So there, the, the, the applications are wide and vast, and it's just a question of giving it time, uh, learning them yourself, and then... You know, making life, you know what I mean, easier. This is all yeah. an idea. And, and, and I love the security end of it, De- Declan, I have to say. Mm, mm. Yeah, absolutely. And plus as well, you know, just that that's one thing I could do. Uh, for argument's sake, again, somebody breaks in the back door and you have a sensor, you can trigger lights, music, you know, whatever. Mm. But even just to have that peace of mind for something so simple, because it's just sitting there. I know an alarm is another thing. But, you know, take it that whatever might happen. It, there's so many things you can add on in a smart home. But, and plus as well, it's only getting smarter now. Yeah. Because before this, you would have to get certain devices that would only speak to certain applications or certain smartphones. Now they are trying to format. It's called Matter. So if you went out and got a bulb, this is only going to work with such and such. But now going forward, by the end of the year the one uniform way of connecting things through what's called matter that will have most devices attached to that so you don't have to you know look at sometimes again what put people off is the price of stuff mm. so smart bulb is 30 euros but you can get a cheaper one but it's not going to talk to your system mm. but now that's going to be gone as such so yeah really building up something in the home is uh, i think it's very exciting just from a point of view of what you can actually do, what you couldn't do 10 years ago. Yes. It's incredible. And you can manage this yourself with a phone and with uh, the speaker. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah. But the other thing as well about music, and a lot of people bought these, again, like you were saying, playing music. We always remember, if you're going to do it like that, just for music, the more you spend on the speaker, the better the sound. Mm. Because some of those cheap speakers, you know, they're just a waste of time. Really. Like, yeah. You need to spend a bit of money if you want to just play music through the speaker. Yeah. And that's important as well, looking for the quality. You've got to spend mm. the bobs on it. Fascinating stuff, Declan, I have to say. It really is. So there's a lot more to this than meets the eye and uh, just asking it to play a song or WhatsApp or whatever on it. Declan, thank you. Mind of information as always. Right, Jerry. Mind yourself. Take care of yourself. Bye. That's Declan Bailey there from Business Tech help.net great guy knows everything about technology if you're looking for a steer he is the man to contact 
Delighted to have him back with us in studio. Tony Conlon, good to see you again. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Thanks for much. joining me on the show. Well, Tony, you could bowl me over when you mentioned these three words to me. Aura, funky cat. I says, what's he talking about? Is he doing the veterinary <laughs> slot or is it cars? <laughs> Did I ever think I see the day that cars be called after cats or funky cats or whatever? But but it's a, it's no joke and it's no joke for car either. It's actually, in fact, very serious beautiful car a pretty car a car I suppose with the person has personality written all over it really mm. it's Chinese of course probably one of the best equipped cars I've come across from a, but there's two versions the 300 Pro and the 400 Pro kind of self-explanatory the 400 gives a distance of over 400 kilometres they claim more distance than 420 the 300 is about 310 km distance but to see the amount of stuff that's on it uh, I keep, I was just laughing myself coming when someone was talking about the cameras, uh, the s- security system and all there and the Chinese cameras and all this. Like, <laughs> like everything is made of technology. This comes from China. If you want to see this car, Jerry, like from a 10 inch, over 10 inch sized instrument panel, instrument cluster to a touch screen to over 10 inch size to a sa- standard now. Sat navigation, internet radio, and then you have safety stuff, automatic LED headlights with you have beam. I mentioned these because not every car comes with this. Blind spot detection, adaptive cruise control, traffic jam assist, lane keep assist, lane centering function, rear traffic cross alert. This car has its own little brain. If you don't concentrate on driving two hands and steering, you took your hands off, look over the ditch into your neighbour's house, this car will recognise it and will remind you to put your hands in the steering properly and, and drive properly. You know, there's a quilted leatherette seating in it, keyless entry, Voice activation. Oh, here's here's the amazing thing. It's also facial recognition, and I suppose that's where the bit comes in. They're probably looking at you in China as you drive this car, you know. But but so be it if they are. I, I couldn't really care. But the fact of the matter is, it's voice recognition. This car, you can say how you are, uh, and you could get away from the car thing. You could say, what's fifty dollars worth in euro today? Clear to God, she tell you. You know. So we were just talking about smart speakers with Declan Bailey before you come on. So here you have a smart speaker within this car yeah. that you can talk to. But going back to it, it is a Chinese car. It's made by the Great Wall Motor Company. Right, yes. And you were at the launch in, in the last few days yes, at, sir, actually, at yeah. Belinter. Yeah. Um, it's a compact electric, Tony. And, and, and you said, does it look? It, it has a, it Look at the Volkswagen for me uh, on the front of it. You know what I mean? On, yeah, on the bonnet yeah, and yeah, that. Yeah. And, and a retro design, they say, but futuristic, as you say, within the cabin itself. There's no doubt about it. The only thing you don't, you, you nearly want to get out and pet this car, you know. <laughs> That's why it's called a cat. <laughs> and, and I asked the question, I hope they weren't going to say I should go to Specsavers. But I couldn't see the name Funky Cat on it hmm. anywhere. And I asked that question, and, and the answer I actually got was, correct, it's not on it, but it's on a lot of them. It's like the bit like the Audi A6 or the Audi A6 with no badging, you know that sort of Yes. Thing? Or the Mercedes or whatever. <coughs> so you can get it with the Funky Cat name on it or off it. Amazing to have names, stickers on the bonnet, just my name is Tom and all that. Like <laughs> Tom Cat. <laughs> it was, you know, there's, there's a fun element to it, but it's, yes. a, it's a fun it's car. A, and it's a serious It's a serious piece car. of kit, it really is. So the, t- the two models, one 450 range, the other round about 300. Yes. Fully electric, fully, Tony. Fully electric, absolutely fully electric. And Tony, who, where are these cars, or ah, who are they going to be sold through? Great question. 
great question. I, I asked that question too. Uh, to have they're really not calling them dealers as such. It's an, another name is partners. So at the moment, of three partners, the one in the Dublin area, mm. which is Linders, <coughs> uh, Chapel Lizard there, and then the one in the west, yes, and one in the south in Cork. Will there be more? Yes. Will Will there be see an order dealer in Drogheda or Dundalk? I put me money on it. We will. Uh, Definitely will. So there will be more dealers. The other thing about it is, do you know the way there's a scarcity of cars? We won't mention names because there's an mm. embarrassment in mm. some car companies. People have cars ordered for months and end and can't get them. This is available straight away. And there's five-year warranty out on a limited mileage. Available straight away. And you can get in a lovely two, two-tone sh- uh, shed. Mm. A white roof or whatever else, a really beautifully built. Like and what would you say? Where is it? A, is it a, oh, yeah, a small family car? Is it a medium? A, what is a, it? It's a small family car. Now, they don't boast too much about the boot space because mm. it's small. Okay. The rear leg room is, is perfect. Like, yes. And I fit in the back with no problem whatsoever. So something has to be sacrificed a little bit. Where is it? I would pull it bigger than the Peugeot 208, bigger than the Opel Corsa, maybe. Uh, is a, well, definitely one of the highest roof lines in this class. They're kind of comparing with the ID3 Volkswagen I think they're going a little bit strong there mm. it's not that big mm. it's not as big as ID3 but you'd really want to do your homework and look at amazingly the two tone only costs 198 euro extra and metallic paint which I'll tell you about in Suzuki only costs 400 odd what does this car start at? this car starts to say it starts at 31,995 euro so and just over yeah. 30, and what engine are you talking about and what power have you? Well, power, Jerry. the power aspect to it is is you have not to acceleration of not to 108.3 seconds. So it's it's quick, that's quick. Yeah, it's you know, a quick. That's quick. And yeah. you have different modes. When you press sport mode, you'd think there was an engine underneath the bottom. It revs, actually. Yeah. So you can go for yeah. normal standard. So equal. there's plenty of poke in this car. <laughs> plenty of poke in the car. There's no question about that. Top speed is 160 kilometres mm. per hour. And did you get to drive it? I did, yeah. And? Oh, yeah, I was, I was impressed. You love like, it, do you? I, I, I really liked it. Because okay. Because it's different. Really liked And for kind of electric cars to yes. give me over at this moment... It, it won me over. Mm. I just want to see how it'll go uh, and sales-wise. I believe they're, they're going to go very good. They have about 800 in the country at the moment. And uh, that's a lot for one agency car. They will mm. build, build more models, yes. no doubt about yes. that, and different models. But it's it's funky, it's different. And if you want a few hours off, go and look ahead if you're in that category. There's a place in everyone's home for this funky cat. I think. Aura Funky Cat is its name. Made in China. Linders are the partners in this neck of the woods at the moment. But, as Tony says, watch this space in counties Louth and Meath. Let's move on to the other car you've been um, familiar with lately. And that's the new Suzuki S-Cross Full Hybrid. Yeah. Uh, I drove the mild hybrid last year. It's only available mild hybrid. And it done what it said in the tin. It was interesting to see what the full hybrid... When you look for the car, it actually grew stronger. Uh, Over a few fact is that it proved economical. Its level of standard equipment is tremendous. Its style and finish is very good. And the piece where I was really, really impressed with is the price. Because it's only... We just stay with price for a second, Jerry. It's only when you see the increases. Uh, like it's happening in a rake of nuts in so many aspects of life at the moment. Mm. And to see the value that's in this car. Now, I, I don't think it's my imagination here at all, but if you, I'm sure p- listeners out there will tell us. And, and uh, this car is capable of 
putting egg in the face of many other competitors for two reasons. It's price, it's, it's price starts at uh, 29000 865 for the mild hybrid but we're speaking about the full hybrid yes. here with a lot a lot of equipment on it I'm not going to go through the full list so 31,895 In the pantheon of price range that is really really good and just to tell us as you mightn't have grasped this yet yeah. what do you mean full hybrid versus mild hybrid? Full, full, hybrid full hybrid produces more volts it has more volts 140 volts versus okay. 48 volts it will drive on a bit of EV and a bit of electric mode it will do what it says in the tin I got 5.7 litres or 5.9 litres boiled down to 47 miles per gallon all sorts of town driving around uh, Westmead and Longford mm. and country roads sizeable car it is There's I was no looking at the pics of it yeah. there earlier yeah. it's a sizeable car it's, a, size, it's a, lot, a lot of car for the money this one is in comparison to the mile which is a 1.4 booster jet petrol engine this is a 1.5 made to the, the motor and all that there's advancement written all over there's a hell of a lot of safety stuff uh, even has roof rails and I know that's not safety Alan, but roof rails is, is a commodity that's called an option by other so many other motor manufacturers and the big thing here is I just would like people to realise Metallic paint is a lovely option on a car. There's no doubt at all about it. There's a lovely shine about and all that. But to see that like Suzuki able to offer it for 375 euro or 390 euro or something as an option. Mm. Now, just companies charge them well in excess of a thousand euro for a bit of glitter and paint. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So you've really, really great value here. And uh, I'd say before anyone does that, have a look at this. It's an SUV. You're off the ground. You're not you're not up there in the clouds or anything yeah. but you're off the ground you have a great visibility great carrying capacity too but here's the little the little where you pay another little price well I said the funky cat is boot space varies from 228 litres to 858 litres the Suzuki uh, starts off at 293 litres up to 665 for the full hybrid now the mild hybrid you have 137 more litres of space with the seats upright. Yeah. They're, they're not really shouting about that because the battery is taking up the space. The mild hybrid offers you 430 litres with the seats up. The hybrid offers you just 293. It's not a huge price to pay, yeah. but you're getting economy here. If someone says hybrid, yes, you will get the economy. Put an eco mode there and take it handy. The mild hybrid is made to a 1.6 litre, uh, sorry, 1.4 litre, six-speed manual gearbox. The, the hybrid is a six-speed automatic. So if you want the automatic, you're going to have to go... Go the full, full, the full, full hog on this. Full Again, m- very impressive. A recent car you've had, and very impressive. <laughs> very impressive. It's the second time I've lived with the car. I didn't just go for a short drive last week at the yeah. launch. I, I went for a long drive in it by myself. And uh, another interesting thing, God forbid if you run into trouble, it has a system, one of the safety systems called eCall. So if you have an accident, it will send all the signals to the emergency services showing exactly where God forbid. These cars will be telling us what we're thinking shortly. There's yeah. no doubt about that. So they're the two big reviews of Tony this month. The Aura Funky Cat coming to us from China and the Suzuki S-Cross Full Hybrid. Now, NCT is in the news, don't have to remind you. Uh, waiting lists and people giving out that they can't get their cars tested and people being stopped, etc. without the, the disc up to date. But there's 
a side issue here at Tony and it involves maintenance. Talk to us about this. Yeah, there's no doubt at all about it. If you're, if you're putting uh, your trust, uh, look, NCT that has its ups and downs, you know, but it's there. The purpose of it is to see falls in cars where people will neglect things and to punish people as such that don't have their cars repaired. And it also helps to save lives on the roads. We, we absolutely hope and pray for that too. <coughs> but, but, if you're dependent on the NCT, if you're a human being with your own motor car and you're dependent on your on your test centre and uh, to check your car, I'm afraid. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's a sad day. It's a sad day for Ireland. It's a sad day for everyone. If you're not responsible for your own car... If, for example, your NCT is months down the road and you're saying to yourself, thanks, but I got I don't have to spend money on that yet. And you don't even dip the car for oil or check the tyre, see is there bulges on it or check your wiper plates. As Tom Dennigan from Continental Tyre said, like, they're all emphasising the, the, the care for these things. So it's not an easy op-out. We're in trouble since the pandemic. There's a shortage of motor mechanics. They're trying to do their best. They're working all hours to try and get cars covered. But for someone to drive a £30,000, €20,000, whatever car, for someone to take that car out in the morning or any morning or any weekend and not say to themselves, I didn't check the lights on this car for a long time. Is my left-hand headlamp working and my dip light working? Is my taillights working? Are my number plates working? Then you'd wonder why if you're stopped what's going to happen but it's for the safety it's not just going to be a fine it's the safety of others on the road Mm. I come over here today Jerry. beautiful day my god the cyclists are back out on the roads there's no question at all and they've every right to be out on the roads and it's our responsibility to care for them and their responsibility to respect motorists also but it's lovely to see with the weather but if your car and you're waiting for an NCT take five minutes out if you know nothing about cars ask your neighbour what do they know have a chat check the lights check check the brakes check the fluids <coughs> check the aisle check the tyres most important of all check the tyres but what you're really saying is that if an NCT is pushed months out yes. and your car is due to be seen by your yeah. uh, dealer yes. or by someone who you know there are great people looking after cars go get that done yeah and you know I, I'm, I'm a kind of a believer there's people out there I know I'm not saying they're wrong in this waiting for an NCT to tell them what's wrong with the car and then having to go off and get it fixed and having to go back again. Look, if you're responsible, have your garage service your car. Have your garage prepare your car for the NCT and hope to God then that it will pass. And if it got, if something props up, it's not really your fault and you have a clean conscience that you've done your best and check everything. Mm. But don't be waiting. Don't be waiting at NCT to find the faults if you have yeah. a waiting list. And if you put the time and money into the car, as Tony says, more than likely you'll go along and you'll pass the test anyway. But I, I see the point you're making from a safety point of view with the waiting times. Get the car serviced when it's due to be served. Check it over yourself. If you're worried about anything, bring it to somebody. And that's a very important message today. Just before we finish, I want to just mention one sure. thing that's just broken today. And I, you may not, not have just seen it. Yeah. Um, petrol and diesel cars uh, it's been said today I think by the EU that 2035 now is the drop dead date if you still have one of them at that stage 
it'll be biofuel if you want to run it. You'll have to get it adjusted at that. It looks like time is up. But it's a good few years away, Tony, ah, 2035. It, it, yeah. it, it is, yeah, and there's no doubt about it. it it's, it's pushing that way, Jerry. I was at an event in Harris's the other day, a breakfast thing, the host of this thing from the motor industry and, and journalists, motor writers. And interestingly, one of the gentlemen from Harris's said they, they're, they're all Chinese, or Chinese vehicles, like mostly Chinese. Anyway. Yes. And, uh, of course, they had Taino originally, which, which is Japanese, but mostly Chinese now. And he said when he went to whatever big hotel in whatever country in China and if you were staying the 39th you'd have to be up to the 39th story to see a blue sky now everything's gone so clean they, they've thousands upon thousands of electric vehicles and because of low CO2s and all that and low CO2 now you can be on the 20th floor the 15th floor and you can see a blue sky mm. and that, that kind of got a message across about the pollution element and they're absolutely adamant it's our infrastructure. The thing, one thing that can't happen, if you don't mind me saying this, please. I spoke to Jim Ring this morning <coughs> and uh, about things. They've dropped the EV grants a bit, similarly in Germany. And I, I think they may have done the same in Sweden. But the feedback from Germany is that EV sales have dropped by 82%. Now, if they want people to go EV, EVs, and yes. would you buy a fuel around? If you don't encourage, if you don't give that little bit of a teaser out there and, and, and help people out. If you do away, if the government do away with the grants and EV cars, well, they, they can forget about their biofuel and they can forget about their turf and they can forget about everything else. There you go. The grants are important to encouraging people in. Thank you so much, Tony, for joining me again on the show. Until next month, take care, Tony. Thanks, Jerry. The Fray and how to save a life on your late lunch this midweek Wednesday afternoon. Can you stop that drum until I talk? <laughs> you just stop, thanks. Alexa, will Arsenal beat Manchester City tonight? Alexa? Or me? I'm the new Alexa. Alexa, I? will Arsenal beat Manchester City tonight? I do not know. We do hope so. <laughs> The big game tonight, yes, Arsenal-Man City, 7.30, the Emirates Stadium in London. Who's tipped to win? I saw Chris Sutton, who does the tips on the BBC website, tipping Arsenal to win 2-1. Oh, OK, that's good. I think City will win, and I'm an Arsenal fan, but my heart <laughs> says Arsenal, but my head says oh, Manchester okay. City will win. But so, is the Wednesday club on mute tonight? Oh, we're going out early. Are you? <laughs> oh, going out early, oh, yeah. And nobody can speak. Oh, there'll be plenty of speaking. <laughs> there will be lots of it. Be a lot of shushing. Oh, there will. There will, there will, there will, there will this evening. Anyway, the big game is tonight. Are any of the lads Man City fans? No. No? No, there's feck all Man City fans in, oh, the, wor- in the world. Yeah, shouldn't Man- <laughs> Manchester United. Manchester United have all the fans. City have feck all fans. Not it's all the damn all Man City fans. Are you joking me? Not at all. Not at all. They're Johnny come lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the reaction. 086 1800 I think he might get it. <laughs> I may indeed. They're Johnny come lately. Anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. on it. 7.30, the kickoff is this evening, the, the big, big match. Have you, have you a smart speaker? No. I don't have one. No, we must be the only two in the world, are we? We are not. I'd say there's lots of people don't have smart speakers. Really? Any house that I've ever been in, most people will go, Alexa, turn on LMFM or Alexa, do this. Shut the door, lock the door, 
I was thinking that you and Declan Put Bailey. Put kids to bed. <laughs> I was thinking that you and Declan Bailey. You need Alexa or I Siri. Do. You need Alexa, Alexa. Sorry, because I was thinking of the recipes. <laughs> I was just thinking, you know. Oh, I wouldn't follow them anyway. <laughs> oh, the recipes. And then you'd, you'd say, a... turn off the cooker. <laughs> Alexa, turn off the cooker. Before it blows up. <laughs> what I, if you said, can you give me a recipe for lasagna and Alexa go yes please get condensed a tin of condensed milk and uh, a don't know, a jar of tomato paste and I'd go, no, I'd just go for the jars of Dalmio. I never, never followed. No. I, I'd what say would you ask? What would be the one question that you'd reckon you'd ask most if you had an Alexa or a Siri? What would you use? What, what would be the one question? What would be good for you? The weather for fishing, would it? <laughs> <laughs> I actually, you've stumped me there. I don't know what I'd ask it. Do you know what I mean? I really don't. I know. And actually, well, I'd have to get an Alexa because I have Android. Oh, I know. I know what I know what to ask it. I have it. I have it. All right, go on. Alexa, would you touch base with Louise? Oh, no. <laughs> Alexa, blow him up there. <laughs> the one that drives a mad, my little saying. No, I'll have to think about that one. No, you've sort of, we'll, we'll think about that and come back on that and, one. Um, Declan when he was on a bit earlier he just said uh, off air to me that if you do with Siri yeah. Alexa can't find my keys where are the keys yeah. Siri can tell you oh. Alexa can't but Siri can he said well you need Siri for sure now I've decided you'll never lose your keys again there you are and that's a, a good tip for everybody up next on Late Lunch our breath the way we breathe. Breath work, we're talking about it in a few moments. When you hear these words, that you learn skills and techniques to use in daily life to create a positive, harmonious mindset and life, well, I am really interested. And we're going to talk for the next while about something called breath work. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show this afternoon. Well, we have the man who teaches it, and we also have the woman who's behind uh, the classes as well. I'm delighted to welcome back to Late Lunch, Leo Ryan, and Olivia Campbell. You're both welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining me. Not at all. Olivia, tell us about uh, your role in this and putting on the classes. Well, I met Leo a few years ago through um, a Wim Hof fundamental workshop um, and really enjoyed practising the the Wim Hof breathing kind of over um, COVID and stuff. And then... We kind of lost touch then after the workshop for a little while. Right. Um, I started to work out in the beach out in Clarehead, where we get like a lot of sea swimmers and stuff. And we recently opened up a sauna. And then Leo got in touch about uh, running some uh, breathe cold plunge yeah. yes. uh, workshops out there. So we kind of came together and started to organise a couple of events, monthly events doing that. Um, where we would do a breathwork workshop, a dip in the Irish Sea, and then a sauna and a coffee afterwards. Um, and that took off really positively. Yeah, kind it was of, brilliant. It? And then we developed into weekly classes called Inspire Breathwork, yeah. So we then have a room in the back of my house where we decided to kind of bring people together, take the core part of the breathwork technique that we did in the breathe plunge sauna. Yes. Um, and then we do that every Wednesday it's about a 90 minute workshop where we focus on the breathing techniques taught by Leo. I often thought, I have to say, as I sat uh, with my mind wandering, that <laughs> we're only a breath away from not being here. You know what I mean? Really? That's, True. that's you know, True. when you contemplate that, mm-hmm. you know, when you take that breath and we take millions of them through and billions of them through our, our lifetime. But it is so important. In a nutshell, tell us 
what is breathwork? Real simple, it is a session where you breathe rhythmically in and out uh, to the beat of a music and you put in different shapes to the breath, whether it's breath holding or maybe two inhales to an exhale. But that's that's the basics to it. Um, and it sounds to a lot of people listening, will be like, this is so simple. What is it all about? But that's why it's called an experience, because when you go, um, what you realize is a whole lot of clarity that you wouldn't have had before. So we all recognize we're so busy during the day, we're so busy during the week. There's so many things going on for us that we can't we can't judge the, the wood from the trees, as the saying goes. And um, we can't think clearly. We don't know we don't even know who we are sometimes at times and, and what we're about and what we're trying to do with our day. So it's a, a reset in the middle of the week that just helps to clear your head of all the clutter and helps you to reset and think um, from afresh. So if we were to do a little, uh, you know, breath work mm-hmm. here today with me as we sit here, just take me through something that I can do sitting here today because breath in my job you know, you hear me breathing there between things and I talk a lot for a couple of hours here. And of course, breath is a very important part of what we do. Take me through a little exercise just for uh, ourselves here and that listeners can tune into. Hugely, absolutely. Well, for this one, the latest research, research was showing this that is better than mindfulness meditation are helping you to feel good and are de-stressing you. And it's quite simply two inhales and one long exhale. So think of your inhale like you're going upstairs. So it goes. Give it a shot, Jerry. Perfect. That's beautiful. You keep going with that, Jerry, and I'll have a chat to the listeners as you're doing it, right? But literally two to five minutes of that will reduce stress, will help your body to calm down and promote feelings of well-being. That research only came out this year. It's quicker and more effective than mindfulness meditation. Nice. Yeah, let it go. Gorgeous. How do you feel? It's something that I have to say that I've become more conscious of in recent times, especially when I sit by myself and I tried to concentrate my breathing and mm. I wouldn't have done it like that I would often like look like this gorgeous and do you know what that is the beauty of breathwork it's an art form there's actually so many different ways you can play with the breath what we do in the breathwork experience is we we pair it with music and I guide you through different forms um, so that you can, it's like creating art. But as you do that, there comes a point in the session where the breath takes you over and all of a sudden you just completely just, it's like getting into a nice hot bath. You just, oh, there's a wave of euphoria, of relaxation, of complete clarity just comes over you. It's gorgeous. You, you get uh, more of an awareness of, your body of who you are you know you're right about we race round with our lives good god almighty you know not taking a breath nearly mm-hmm. in a week with things we you know we do in our lives of that but when you do is, is that a point that it brings you back within yourself absolutely absolutely it brings you back within yourself in fact there's something called email apnea that we now have email apnea is when you're when you're writing or when you're texting or when you're on on social media and you forget to breathe apnea is just a breath hold so you 
and then you run a little bit faster and faster and faster until suddenly your brain goes, uh, you forgot to breathe and you go, <sighs> like you're after running a marathon, right? <laughs> but that's just telling you how much under pressure your biology, how much under pressure your breathing system is to the point that you can't even write an email without changing it. So as you bring awareness back into your breath and you breathe nice calm breaths, then all of a sudden you get out of that rut and you create a new pathway for yourself to be nice and calm and relaxed and act from your, your true self, really. Have you experienced this? You know, Olivia, come on, you, you, you are at the lessons, you've been guided in this as well. What, what has it done for you? many things like Leo said each session that we do is completely different so often after every session you know you come away with different feelings or different emotions afterwards um, but I suppose for me I would use it as a technique to kind of ground myself and like you said that feeling of clarity or going inwards you would often say that it's breathwork is for people who find it difficult to meditate you speak to so many people they want to practice meditation but maybe they don't know where to start or they don't know how to access that point um so i just find especially with the breathwork classes it's like giving yourself those two hours a week like practicing anything practicing yoga practicing meditation going to the class is a great way to really set aside those two hours purely just for yourself um I would equate it to a lot of people do the sea swimming. It's become like largely popular. Um, we see it every day in Clarehead. That feeling of when you're in the cold water, all as you can think about is being in the cold water. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it's similar with breath work. It's when you're doing that breath work session, all as you can kind of think about is yourself, your breath. Mm. And it's a great and way to connect with yourself. And you found it highly beneficial Highly for you. beneficial, yeah. Yeah. I do it once a week, but then even throughout your day, you know, if you're yes. stressed or like you were saying, you're in work, you're trying to quieten your mind even to go asleep at the end of the night. Little techniques, just practice five minutes of breathing. Um, there's loads of different styles Leo goes through there's in the There's so many, there's so many. And it's funny that Olivia brings in the cold water because I learned from one of the world's greatest teachers, his name is Wim Hof. Yes. I'm one of his instructors. And then I've also learned from another gentleman, Patrick McKeown out in Galway, who's also another world-renowned uh, breathing teacher. So these are people that I've gone around and tried to figure out what exactly is going on with the breath and how does it work. But um, it's literally bringing that, it, it, it's a way of getting you out of a rut. So if you understand what a rut is, a rut is a track that a horse makes when it goes around and around and around in a circle. And then if you leave the horse to go around the track, it will follow the same circle. So that happens to us in our brains is that we get stuck in a rut. Interesting language, isn't it? So we get into depression-like um, states or where we can't focus or where we can't see the wood from the trees. Well, breathwork is a way of just getting you out of that rut, of just changing it up and shaking it up a little bit and giving you a bit more perspective. And you don't need to put on gym gear. You don't need to put on a bathing no. suit or go into the sea. And you can do this anywhere. That's the beauty of it. It's it's 
You for anybody. Yes. Old or young, you can be fit or unfit, you can be it doesn't matter who you are. We all breathe. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. We all breathe. So as long as you're breathing, you can do this. <laughs> and anywhere as well. You don't need equipment. You yeah. can do it. That's the beauty of this. It really is. And the other thing is you mentioned yoga there, you mentioned the sea swimming, you know, lots of people exercise, you see people out and as the evenings get longer and everything, more and more people. Where does this tie in with that? You know, if you are a runner, if you are somebody who loves the yoga you know, wh- where does this fit? Well, is this is the kernel of all of those practices. If you think, what do you do when you're exercising and running? You're breathing faster and you're moving. What are you doing when yoga? You're stretching and you're breathing. What are you doing when you're in a gym working out? You're lifting weights and you're breathing. So this extracts out the breathing part. It's like, it's like a supplement or this is how drugs are made from plants or they extract out the really powerful part and then they give it to you on its own. Well, this is what breathwork is, is we're, we're taking out the breathing part and showing you that in and of itself, breathing is a really powerful technique to help you to feel better. So optimally, should you do this every day? Not necessary. No, no. That's why I do a, a I run a weekly class just to give you that, that reset. But should you breathe every day? Yes, Jerry. <laughs> Now, what I would say for every second (laughs) of every day, (laughs) what I would say for breathing every day is just just nice all through the nose is beautiful, beautiful breathing during the day. And if you find yourself mouth breathing, it's actually a stressful breathing pattern. What you want to do. So that means that if you find yourself mouth breathing during the day, you know that through your breathing, you're adding stress to your body. All you have to switch is to nose breathing and all of a sudden you calm and relax down the body and you do the exact same thing. You open up that mind and give yourself some clarity. So always through the nose, Mm. ideally, and then exhaling through the mouth as well. Give us another little (laughs) exercise there, will you, please? Beautiful. And a nice other simple one I call is breath calming. So it's in and out of the nose, actually, for this one. But this one, I like to think of the waves of an ocean been calmed down to a nice, warm, sunny day. So you've got big waves initially. In and out of the nose. And then you slow that wave down. You make the breath smaller and more subtle and more gentle until you can hardly even hear your breath. So that's in and out of the nose, this yeah. one, without involving the mouth on this no particular mouth this one. one. Yeah. yeah. What will you see? How quickly will you see the benefits of this? If, if somebody goes to your class tonight, how quickly will the benefits happen? Olivia, what do you think? I think straight away. <laughs> yeah, straight away. Because you, it's, it's, it's something very quick and it's something very simple that you learn, that you have yourself. So you leave the class learning that technique straight away, you can bring it with you into your everyday life. Honestly, you within one session, you'll see a vast difference in just how you how you think about even the breath. It's incredible. That's why I called um, my company Innate Strength, because it's about the, the strength you have inside of yourself, the power you have inside of yourself. And it all starts with the breath. Becoming aware of it. Mm. Yeah. The classes. Tell us more. So we run the um, innate strength classes every Wednesday at Term and Fecken, um, 8.20pm. It's a really lovely space, um, safe space, cosy atmosphere, um, rhythmic music. Um, uh, in Duff's Farm? Duff's Farm in Term and Fecken, yeah. So Duff. it's a 90 minute class. Give the air code. It's A92H9A2. 
and that is the air code and we have it here if you want to find out more and how do people find out more information if they can't get along this evening they get it on innatestrength.com or at innatestrength on Instagram I'm going to sign off with a breath but I'm going to find out more about this I promise you great to meet you again Leo Ryan thanks for coming in and to you Olivia Campbell good luck beautiful journey thank, thank you thank you so much for joining me thank Appreciate you care. take care you know how to forget me even after all this time Mr Lewis Capaldi fresh from his massive success at the uh, Brits being nominated in a number of categories I'm still trying to think of that question for Siri I'm still trying to think of it so I am and I can't have we a comment there Louise are you pointing to a comment for, for, can you pick it up there for me and tell us what somebody's saying yeah well you were saying about Siri but when you mentioned about the match tonight somebody um, mm. was kind enough to message in to say yeah hi I asked Alexa who was going to win the match tonight and her reply was she hadn't an answer for that <laughs> so she doesn't know everything <laughs> and James said his TV has a smart operator oh mm, good I wonder what that means can you just say Alexa, turn yeah. on Love Island, is it? <laughs> yeah, or off Love Island, wherever you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it works like that for sure. Yeah, Block EastEnders, Alexa. <laughs> Please. <laughs> because, you know, funny about that, little Ava, the other evening we were just in conversation and somebody mentioned EastEnders and she said, all they do on that programme is shout and roar and give out to one another. Imagine a child. <laughs> she has never been in my house be- yet. able to tell you that. Yeah, roar and shout and give out to one another. Is she right? I never watched I the bloody ma- I thing. I used to always watch it. I haven't watched yeah, it Yeah, but she must have got an ear of it somewhere or it caught it somewhere and that's what she had to say. There you are in the eyes of a child. It's just that time. Approaching ten past three and late lunch and we do this. Five, four, three, two, one. Counting down the top five songs from this week of yesteryear. And today it's... Well, it's my number three in my top five love songs countdown this week. Yes, I'm taking a little liberty considering it's Valentine's week and the week of love. I've picked five top love love songs from my repertoire and I'm playing them for you each day. Number three today in my lineup. Well, what a song this is. On the week of May 26, 2014, it peaked at number one in the USA. It knocked the Pharrell Williams song Happy Off top spot. It was 10 weeks at number one. But this is a real goodie. It really is. To make it the top of the US charts and push Pharrell aside, it had to be good. Yes, it's my number three in the top five love countdown on Late Lunch. Mr. John Legend. What would I do without your smart mouth? Drawing me in and you kicking me out. You've got my head spinning. No kidding. I can't pin you down. What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride And I'm so dizzy Don't know what hit me But I'll be alright My head's underwater But I'm breathing fine You're crazy and I'm out of my mind Cause all of me 
imperfections Give your all to me I give my all to you You're my end and my beginning Even when I lose, I'm winning Cause I give you all of me And you give me all of you John Legend and All of Me. My number three in the top five countdown of love songs on Late Lunch this week. Six million copies. That one sold worldwide. Number one in the States, but only made it to two in the UK on the UK chart. So I can bring it back one week as my two on Tuesday. Delighted with that one, actually. Anyway, I'll bring you my number two tomorrow, Thursday, and then the one on Friday afternoon round about this time. Well done to Dangan National School who had a non-uniform day and raised, listen to this, €800 for the people of Syria and Turkey and the relief effort. Well done to everybody there. Congratulations to you. Delighted to say hello again to a friend of ours in late lunch, Fran Weirty, PR Communications Executive with the National Lottery. Hi, Fran. Hey, Jerry, how are you getting on? I'm getting on really well. Thanks for joining us again today on the show. Well, look, the stats have come out, uh, broken down county by county, where the big winners have been in the lottery draws. And this one thing jumped out at me, 102 National Lottery millionaires since 2020. That's very recently. Yeah, so I suppose what we wanted to do was recognise the whole period of the pandemic. For the first time in our history, we were actually we actually had lottery millionaires who couldn't come up to Lotto HQ. Mm. So we were we had a team on the road collecting tickets. People were posting in winning tickets worth millions of euro, all that sort of stuff. So it was about recognising all those people. Like we only started welcoming winners back into the winners' room last year. So we have had 102 millionaires in the last three years, and most of them basically claimed their prizes remotely with no fuss, no champagne popping and we had no celebrations in stores either. So it was probably just a way of recognising that. Yeah, it's nice too, I have to say. And by the way, since we spoke in recent times, you remember the big rollover that was never won? By God, it's been won frequently <laughs> since then, hasn't it, Fran? It, it shows you how random the whole thing is. Like, I, Look, I don't need to remind anybody. It was 19.06 million for three months. Mm. And before that roll started, it was won three weeks in a row. And after it was won, it was won another three weeks in a row. And as you say, we've had four four wins so far this year so look it just goes to show you how truly random the whole <laughs> lotto jackpot and all of our draws are and all the conspiracy theories can <laughs> sling their hook because it's not a, it's, an, it's it's no way there's anybody interfering it absolutely not but here's the thing we're interested in because as I said you broke it down county to county see I always know see our Louise is from me I'm from County Loud so we have the yin and the yang on late lunch yeah. and you know I have to say it again when I look at the Lottery wins. All, all the luck is in County Mead. The, the wee county is, doesn't have the luck that the Mead people have, Fran. Well, you say that. I suppose the last three years, Loud has had two millionaires, um, while at the same time, Mead has had five. I know previously we basically broke it down lottery millionaires since the start of the lottery back in 1987. Mm. And Loud is actually, per head of population, top of the list of the whole country. So, look, you can. You, you win that argument in terms of loud with the millionaires, but for this three-year period, Mead is up, up on top. 
um, in terms of, these are high tier prize winners. Yes. So this isn't your hundred euro here or there. These are the, the big ones yeah. from fifteen grand up. So in that time, it was twenty one million. 21.5 million won in Mead and just 3.5 million won in Louds. So it does come down to the population and the amount of players playing in each in each county as well. God, there's a huge difference there altogether. So what you're saying to me, they play like mad in Mead and maybe not play as much in Loud. Is that it? Well, the fact that Loud has had more lottery millionaires per head of population of the whole country, you know, it, it does say something about Loud and, and how they've had the rub of the green up there for sure over the past 30 years. <laughs> I was going to mention Joe Sheridan. Oh, did I say that word? Oh, no, please. Don't, don't, don't go down that road at all. That, that's a, that's a diff, different topic altogether on sport. But look, at it, it, it is a big differential, but as you say, the stats show Loud showing up very well in, in another aspect of this. Just a couple of things while you're with me. You know, you have the online play now and, of course, we've always said that go into the shops, the outlets and, and, and play there and play multiple pl- plays. How is the online going? You know, I think we'll always be a retail business. You know, people yeah. love going into the shop. They love buying the ticket, actually having a physical ticket in their hands. Um, I suppose in terms of the overall business, it's around 10 to 15% of online play. And that's probably convenience. You know, people mm. might be shop buyers, but they might just cut 10 minutes before the draw that they haven't bought a ticket and they might go online and all that sort of stuff. So it's primarily retail. You know, we I'm selfish as well from a photo and a celebratory point of view. I love going down to the shops. I'm only after getting over my trip to Nobber mm. two weekends ago. I was down with Rodney Dolan down there in the centre. He had sold the Euro Millions ticket. Like that sort of stuff we absolutely love. You know, when an entire community comes out, celebrates a win like that in such a small area. So you can't beat that. And that's the one benefit, I suppose, for people playing online. If you're allowed player and you win a few million on your online accounts, you know, your identity, you'll, people will not know exactly where you're from, you know. So it's that yeah. added bit of security there free as well. But I love those stories. I love when you have to arrive and there's a big win in a store locally and the buzz that it creates, not alone in the store, but in the community as well. And and then if somebody wins it there, well, look, uh, uh, you always find that the community at large benefits uh, in addition. Now, here's the thing, just while you're with me, because I know you've been asked this multiple times, but I will ask it again. If, you know, in the draw tonight, somebody listening to us today in Louthan Mead has a winning ticket, Mm. what do you do? What should you do immediately? The first thing you do is sign the back of your ticket. Um, So basically, once your name is on that ticket, nobody can claim it off you. So I know people, obviously, they have their hiding places and all that sort of stuff, and they want to get up to us as soon as possible and get rid of this ticket. But our advice always is sign the ticket and take your time before you make any decisions. If they call us, we basically take the the barcode off the ticket. So the ticket is essentially safe there. So we tell them to wait a couple of weeks before coming up and getting their house in order, you know, get the financial advice, the legal advice, you know, because it's a a big life-changing event, you know. So Mm -hmm. you want to be ready and, and be stacked with all that advice before you come up and claim your prize. So sign it, contact the National Lottery, Transfer the barcode across to yourselves and then security is assured. That's exactly mm. it. And, and when you ring up, you'll be ringing up your, your local Drogheda claims manager, <laughs> Ronan Cooney, up there as well. So he can keep a secret. So. <laughs> it's an essential part of the exactly. job. Of course it is. It goes with the territory. But on, on a wider sense as well, just to mention about the lottery, uh, you know, the good causes, areas such as sport, health, welfare, youth, education, arts, heritage, the Irish language, on and on it goes. It's helped so many. 
Yeah, look, looking back last year, we had a billion euro in sales. Over half a billion of that was in prizes and 289, sorry, uh, half a billion in prizes and 289 million then in good causes. So that's nearly 300 million in good causes. And there's such, when you look at the community groups and sports projects that are getting money every year, it's just an absolutely like a fundamental source of funding for these community groups. So it's, look, it's, it's very much worthwhile. And the final message today is, just to reiterate, we're picking up more than our fair share in Loud and Mead, and there's a big jackpot tonight, and there's a huge Euro Millions coming at the end of the week as well. And if you're not in, you can't win, as I say. Good luck to everybody. Fran, thank you so much for joining me again. Jerry or Jen, thank you so much. Not at all. Take care of yourself. That's Fran Weirty there, PR Communications Executive with the National Lottery. I used to do the numbers, but I don't anymore. If I'm doing it, I just do a quick pick. And when I think of it, and often in circumstances, I do it and hope that, well, that's a little quirk there that I've actually done the lottery. I'm going to win tonight. But you know what, Louise? At the weekend, I won on my National Lottery ticket. Yes, I won on the weekend gone by. I checked it last night and I was thrilled, Louise. I didn't mention it to Fran there. How much did you win? I didn't want to give him the barcode or get excited or anything. How much did you win? Three euro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's still three euro. It's three euro. It keeps the old roll going on. and I actually said to Fran, I'm going to meet you in person one of these days. (laughs) And I actually did the lottery as you were talking. Ah, good woman. Wouldn't so that? There you go, you won't see me tomorrow. Well, I'll tell you, you better they give us the story first or I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> I hope you win. I hope you win. I really do. I always wish everybody good luck and that the luck may come your way. Do you believe that someday you'll be meeting them? There you go. Yeah, Keep yeah. that belief. Keep he that said to belief. me, the next time you're in Dublin, drop in, you get a glass of champagne. I said, no, I'm doing it for real. <laughs> I'll only see you when I have the ticket. There you are, Fran. What a treat in store. Well, fingers crossed for you tonight. you want to give your numbers? No, don't give them in case somebody else gets them. Then you have to share Don't know it. them. They're quick Keep pick. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, quick pick. Late lunch tomorrow, half one. We demand it. We love your company. Join us tomorrow for Thursday show. Eddie Caffrey's on the way next. See you then. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.